Good afternoon and welcome to the Seagate Rackets podcast with your host, John Phillips, Director of Rackets here at the Seagate Country Club on this Sunday, July 11th, 2021, sharing with you my thoughts on tennis. You know, this week I want to focus a little bit about uh, really double strategy, focusing in on something that I think both on the ladies' side of things and the men's side of things, or even in the mixed doubles side of things, everyone can kind of pay attention to and get something out of. And that is the fact that you have to be conscious of when you are deciding to steal a ball from your partner. Now, what do I mean by this? Many times you're at the net and you are playing doubles and you see the other team hit a ball cross court and you want to pick it off. And your instincts are maybe I haven't seen a ball in a while. I want to look good. I want to put this ball away. I just want to hit the ball for the sake of hitting it. There's all sorts of thoughts that might be going through your mind. What's really important is that you know when you steal your partner's ball and when you decide to back off because that's essentially what you're doing. Don't try to make it sound like your partner won't get to a cross-court forehand or backhand. They will because they're on that side of the net. Okay, remember, we're talking about double scenario here. We're talking about you at the net and a ball's hit to the opponent directly in front of you. And you know the odds of them going cross-court are pretty high. And you need to be very careful what ball you decide to poach, what ball you decide to steal from your partner. Think about poaching uh, as theft, as stealing. You are stealing from your partner. Because it is a ball in which most likely your partner will be able to get to it. Now, I'm not going to guarantee they're going to get the ball over, but they are going to get to that ball. So when you take that ball, you are stealing that ball from your partner, which is, as I've said many times uh, during a clinic and during private lessons, I'm perfectly fine with. I don't mind you stealing my ball, let's say, 10 out of 10 times, but you better be able to do something that I can't because that's ultimately what what you want to do. Uh, One of the biggest mistakes that continues to be made happens actually when you're playing on the uh, ad side. And, and, and what I've noticed is that players typically like their forehands and player at the baseline, and players typically don't like their backhand volley. They like their forehand volleys more than their backhand volleys, and they like their forehand ground strokes more than their backhand ground strokes. And of course, there's always exceptions to this rule. But nevertheless, there's many times on ad points where that net player feels like they should be aggressive when the reality is they should absolutely not be aggressive. Number one, you're not going to get a great backhand volley that's powerful. And number two, you're stealing a ball that would be a very routine forehand for your righty partner. And this is something that I tried to repeat over and over again. If you're at the net and you want to steal your partner's ball, make sure you do something that they can't. If, if ultimately what you're going to do is exactly what they can do, why steal their ball? Why take them out of rhythm? They are the ones at the baseline. They are the ones that during that uh, uh, exchange of points, of, of shots back and forth, they're the ones that need to feel like they're in rhythm back there. And for that net player to step across the court and steal their partner's shot, I'm perfectly fine with it. But you better make sure you do something that your partner couldn't do. Because otherwise, you're just wasting the point away. And so it's a little tough love this morning for this for this tip, but it's incredibly important. Uh, is it, it? It also has to be made very clear. If you are on the do side and you are a righty, 
you will tend to be a little bit more aggressive than if you're on the ad side. Why? Because you have your forehand poached to the middle part of the court. And anytime you can poach a ball with your forehand, specifically a high forehand volley, that is most likely going to be your most effective aggressive shot at the net. But even then, if you don't think that you can put that ball away or at least do something incredibly effective that your partner can't do, then there's no reason you should be touching that ball. Because the only thing you're doing if you're my partner is you're getting me more out of rhythm and you're making me confused in terms of, okay, are they going to go for a ball? Are they not? Are they going to be aggressive? You don't want to cause confusion and you don't want to get me out of rhythm. So therefore, be very conscious of when it seems to be a good idea to poach and put a ball away and when it seems to be a good idea to back off. Another reason why you got to be careful about poaching all the time okay, is because you have this thing called the alley and you got to watch that alley. And if you don't watch that alley and, you cut and, you, and you're cheating the middle too much, you're going to get burned. And it's not your partner's responsibility. It's your responsibility. So again, you know, we're looking at the scenario, ladies and gentlemen, of when you're at the net and a, an opponent in front of you is about to hit a ball, most likely cross court, most likely, not all time. And the, the two thoughts that are going through your head are, you know, should I move and steal a partner, steal a ball away from my partner? And poach that ball, or should I stay put? And I'm okay, I'm all about you stealing your partner's ball. But you've got to be able to poach to put that ball away. Or at least, the least, do something that your partner can't. Because if it's neutral, all you're doing is, la is getting them out of rhythm. Okay, something very important for players at the net to keep in mind. It is a universal mistake that is made everywhere I have gone. Uh, look, I mean, sometimes there's just a natural selfish reason for taking that poach ball because you're bored. Because you're bored. You've, you've been playing several points now. You're not getting in rhythm at the net, right? And you just want to hit a ball to hit a ball because you feel like you're just standing there doing nothing. And you see a lot of that. Now, it's not said out loud, but you see a lot of that where players just decide to go for a ball because they just got to hit it, right? They just got to hit the ball. They got to... They, no, no. You hit the ball because you can do something that your partner can't. Now... I get it. If your ultimate goal is to just get reps at the net and hit balls for the sake of hitting it, and you're not really that concerned or you don't care too much about winning that point and you don't care too much about winning the actual match that you're playing, then by all means, go for every ball. It doesn't matter to me. Um, and same thing, your, player, your partner at the, at the baseline, when they get a chance to be at the net, they should be going for every ball they want, even if they can't get it in, right? If if that's ultimately what you want to do is you just want to get reps for the sake of getting reps at the net, then yeah, go ahead. Poach like crazy, show moves, all these different things you can do at the net uh, to feel like you can get as many reps as possible. Go for it. But if your ultimate goal, again, is to win a match, you need to make sure that you're taking a ball away from your partner. You're poaching, okay, because you can put the ball away or do something that your partner can't. Incredibly important. I, would, I, I can't say that enough, how important that is to pass on to you. Um, the next question I'll get as a follow-up will be, okay, I understand that, John. I, I want to poach the ball because I want to put the ball away and I want to be aggressive. The whole purpose of me stealing my partner's ball is because I want to be aggressive. Well, how do I know, right? That's the big question. How do I know when I should steal a partner's ball from, from them and how I should, when, when I shouldn't? Well, there's two things that you should look at. Number one, body language of the opponent. Body language of the opponent. See what type of body language they are showing you. If they look desperate, if they look very defensive, if they're running off the court, if they're flailing their racket out, you know, like barely going to touch the ball, 
not really cognizant of like your movement at the net, so you most likely can say they're not looking to go down the alley. They're barely going to get to this ball. They don't have time to look at my movement. It's a great time for me to start cheating the middle and start preparing for a poach. And then they hit the ball, and it's obviously a defensive ball. You have plenty of time, and you can attack Okay, with, 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 with ease, I should say. Okay, So it's looking at the body language of your opponent. They look bad. They look down and out. They look weak. Then you can definitely feel, then you can definitely move into that poach position a little earlier and anticipate picking off that cross-court shot. That's one thing. But but the second thing I would say, other than body language, watching the body language of your of your opponent, is ultimately your your motion of your body. I will say this over and over to players. If you can move and you can what I call crash the net, rush the net, however you like me to say it, if you can move forward and that's your first instinct. Your first instinct is to move forward and at an angle to pick off that that ball for a poach. And the mo- then the, mo- the majority of your body is moving forward, then it's a great ball to poach. If all you can do is move sideways on a court, that is not a good ball to poach. Because all your energy, all your momentum is going sideways instead of driving forward and being aggressive into that net position into... Uh, into where your opponents are faced, okay? So again, pay attention whether or not you feel like your body can move forward, okay, in an aggressive move, or if all you can do is move sideways in a semi-neutral, in a neutral semi-defensive uh, a movement. If you can move forward, then do it so, then, 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 then that's a good sign you can poach that middle ball. If all you can do is move sideways, forget about it, okay? If your, par- if your opponent on the other side looks like they're going to be very comfortable hitting this ground stroke you got to watch out for that alley so you got to hug the alley a little bit if they look really comfortable they have the whole the whole court to to pick and choose where they want to go okay but if they look defensive if they look like they're going to hit a weak shot cross court you can already anticipate that and start sliding to that middle so that when they hit it you should have a pretty easy poach and again these are two uh, two things to look at when you're asking the question when is it a good idea to steal a ball from my partner Right, because that's ultimately what it is. I'm very much blunt on this. Okay, a poach is stealing your partner's ball from them, and so now that you know that you're taking away your partner's shot, okay, you gotta really feel good and confident about the shot, the volley that you're gonna take. Okay, and the way you feel confident is if you can feel aggressively moving forward. Okay, or secondly, the other team looks incredibly defensive and they're gonna hit up, they're gonna put up a weak fight. Okay, those are two things to look at when you want to steal that partner's ball. So again, this is my uh, Seagate Rackets, I guess tip of the week you could call it. I will try to be doing this again once a week, a podcast once a week, and then of course a live video once a week. And uh, this is my news for the week of July 11, 2021 as we're cruising along here in the summertime at Seagate Country Club. And I look forward to being back here next, uh, next week.